once again to a Kenyan American in the United States podcast. I'm so excited to have you back again. I'm looking forward to today's episode. And yeah, today we'll just be answering listeners and readers' questions. Um, as you can, um, as some of you might already know, I do have uh, several uh, blog sites. I've got like my personal website and then my um, professional website. And often I blog about my experiences, um, my multicultural experiences, as well as my career journey. Um, and through that, I've gotten lots of questions over the uh, um, last few months, especially. And then also over the last few years, um, and uh, I'm starting to kind of see a theme. And I thought I could tie all of those themes together, um, especially now with the situation where uh, there's a few students who are now, uh, especially PhD students who are international, and they are concerned about their visa status. Um, and they're also, um, even with like the COVID-19 pandemic, people are beginning to be more aware about wanting to diversify like the investment like um more like to diversify income streams whether uh, whatever avenue they use including investments or uh, just like gaining different skills or just like looking within and figuring out what they already have that they could monetize so that they uh, they are able to have diverse income streams that is sort of agnostic to their physical location um, so that all these issues that are kind of mushrooming and none of us have really uh, prepared to, like not really prepared, but none of us have really foreseen such a situation as we have seen in 2020. And so, yeah, I'm beginning to see different perspectives of the same types of themes of questions. And I thought I would address those questions in today's episodes. Um, I think it's even today's episode, and I think it's even really interesting considering that I'm getting these questions both from readers who are um, in the U.S. and then also listeners who are uh, like from multicultural background um, pursuing their um, careers and uh, post, um, postgraduate studies. So yeah, um, I hope it will be helpful to everyone and I look forward to diving in after a short break. Thank you. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is free. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So as far as pointers go for diversifying your income streams, um, I've got five main points. Uh, the main, the first one is um, you want to first look within um, a, a self-assessment. Um, you can even... If that's too hard, you can even start from your resume. Look over your resume and then while looking, just pay attention to how you're feeling. 
um, think back to the time when you are at your happiest and most fulfilled in any of those positions. And this even includes like volunteer positions, internships, and then uh, start to have uh, write down the skills you are practicing. Um, even if it's something really simple, like something relating to uh, that, like especially in the early forms, like the very formative periods of your career. Um, what were you doing? Um, so, uh, that what were you doing that you found yourself really enjoying? Uh, of course, see how that has grown over the years, over your resume. Um, that's an easy place to start. And then once you start there, then you can take a, a quick skills inventory. And then you can see what skills that are transferable you have collected over the years that you can transfer to many industries. And it's easy to overlook some big uh, skills just because a lot of the skills that come naturally to you, you'll just think, oh yeah, this is easy. It's, it comes without, it goes without saying. For example, if you easily connect with people and people love your company, um, you might feel like that's just common and you can overlook, you feel like you want to overlook that skill. Um, or even other skills that I've heard people generally do not think about is you're just naturally a great cook. Just some of the things that you really enjoy, um, and in some cases, um, you follow recipes really well. And the first time you make an, an amazing meal, um, maybe you never know what that translatable skill could be. Maybe you're really good at um, following instructions and uh, creating an amazing like over, overall final creation. Um, yeah, and just think of all the things you do, whether easily, like do a skills inventory. It doesn't even need to be just in your career. Um, so I think you just you might want to start at your resume because it's a low hanging fruit. It's easy. It's where you you've written all the stuff you've done, and then once you tap into yourself how you feel, then you go to the second one, where you um take a really good inventory of all the skills you've collected over the years, even the ones that come easy to you because those are the ones that you're so good at um, and you probably are not paying attention to how effortless you're in a state of flow at that point. Um, yeah, and in that case, I think for you to be able to do a thorough one, I would also ask, you might want to ask people who are really close to you um, and then also think of the things that people come to you for help. Um, some people I've heard they just say like, oh yeah, I sit in a bus and then random people tell me like their like their life secrets. Are you the kind of person that people naturally gravitate towards and tell you very personal things? So think of the things that people come to you for, like friends come to you for like relationship advice or uh, people feel like you, you're not going to judge them. And uh, they just maybe want you to be like their wingman when they're trying to find a date. So yeah, just think of the things that you find yourself like naturally just being drawn to and uh, people asking your help with. Um, for me, I found that people often asked my help with writing. So um, since I've got friends from all over the place, so uh, some of my uh, friends who are having family, who might have family visiting in the U.S., so there's certain kinds of letters you have to write for your family as part of the visa application. So, for example, uh, you want like, writing like some kind of invitation. It's pretty personalized. It's pretty specific uh, to maybe like somebody's mom is trying to visit and see their grand, their, like their grandkid. A lot of my friends would ask me, hey, could you please just write me that a draft of that letter? Um 
and uh, so I just find that people ask me for things like that. Um, and recently, a friend of mine also asked me for uh, just like a personal issue. She needed help with writing to someone who owed her some money. Um, and she didn't know how to do it. And she felt like she just didn't know how to put down like all her thoughts in one place and just be very thorough and remove emotions from it. And so she just asked me to like put that down together, like put that together for her in sort of a formal but very impactful um, message that wasn't at the same time wasn't um, was like very clear, but without being uh, too emotional about like so that it's the point is across that the uh, my friend is serious about uh, this issue. Uh, so I just find myself in situations where people ask me to write things like that and um often i i just kind of overlooked it for a long time i didn't realize that people can see that in me and yeah i think until one time when i was also in that situation where i was trying to figure out what more do i have that i can give other people and that can even diversify my income stream. So yeah, those are the things you might you want to even ask people who are close to you. What um what do they see in you? And also just what do people ask you to do? Maybe they invite you to some, like you're always the person who's invited to a party and they ask you to make your famous cheesecake. You know, you just never know. Uh, that thing that you're notorious for in a good way. Um, yeah, and then once you have that under your belt, the next thing you want to do is do some market research. Um, and then identify what fields use the skills you enjoy. So the skills that you're good at, you enjoy, you've grown, you've honed, and you just love to do like pretty much effortlessly, at least it seems like to you and to other people. Um, what fields are those that use those skills? And then um, the next thing, number four, you want to do is uh, do informational interviews. Uh, once you've done the market research, then you can identify the leaders in that field, in that market that are actually killing it, doing an amazing job and um, just identify them. You can probably research like, through LinkedIn, um, any of those networking boards uh, and then see wh who are the people that you look up to that are practicing the skills you want and that are where you want to be. And uh, based on your market research, they're actually um in the place that you are identifying yourself with based on your skills and your abilities and your dream and what you're excited about. Um, yeah. And usually I wouldn't reach out to like the CEO, um, which you can try, but often like if, if it's somebody who's like really high management in a big company, um, they probably won't have time to respond. So I, if you reach out, I mean, why not, but send a personalized message, um, and I wouldn't expect too much from such a person. Um, there's, I can also set up a, like another follow-up email, uh, like I'll set up another follow-up, um, sort of, I can set up another follow-up episode that I can explain sort of what could go into such an email, especially such a person. You definitely don't want to send like several paragraphs talking about yourself and everything you can do. You want to find a connection that this person is definitely find like finds and put downable like they definitely will open your email um and read and it's probably like a couple sentences but you pack that with like lots of information like basically just something really interesting and 
that attracts whoever you're reaching out to. But uh, like I said, I think your effort is better spent on sort of more middle management um, who are still doing great, but they are still up and coming that they would be sort of flattered that you reached out to them. So they're not like swamped in other things and they're still up and coming and they are still aware and they probably remember uh, they can still remember being in your position so they can feel like, oh, wow, yeah, she uh, she's trying to get to where I am. And I remember being in that position. So they probably could be more like one of the people who can even end up becoming your mentor, if not your own advocate. Um, and then once you reach out to these people, you don't want to, the first email, you don't want to be asking for something. You just want to have an informational interview, get an idea of what it's like to be in that position. Um, and then you can even, if you have time, of course, even offer to do something in exchange, um, like maybe even, you know, share something of theirs that they do, like a blog or something on your site to give them visibility just do something that shows that you appreciate their time and you're somebody who wants to give back so it's not like you reach out asking for hey can you review my information can you look at my cv like when you first reach out to people uh you want them to know that you respect their time and you're not acting entitled to uh their expertise and that you've actually taken the time to personalize a quick like short message um i think a short message also shows that you respect their time and you don't expect them to read like long long paragraphs of information about all your skills all your like credentials so yeah it's it's uh it can be a bit of a time consuming thing but it can also be like a really fun self-reflection and self-development journey um yeah and once you get to the informational interviews you just never know what that could come up or what that could drum up for you some opportunities may arise and um you just want to develop relationships but be genuine, uh, not like, so I've heard situations where um, you just like sort of hashtag the networking situation where it just feels like disingenuous. But if you're genuine, you're talking to somebody, if he's talking to somebody in a field that you genuinely enjoy, then that will come out and they will see that you're earnest. Um, and that will kind of make a very strong foundation for a future relationship. And you never know, they might hear of some opportunities and uh, connect you with someone else. And in some cases, even uh, I think some um, job boards like even LinkedIn allows you to be introduced to other people through your network. But I think uh, it's really important when they feel like this connection is authentic and you're really interested, they'll f probably even feel a lot more... Um, they'll feel a lot more like uh they'll they'll be like they'll be strong in their suggest whenever they suggest you they'll be like your advocate and they'll also feel more confident that you're in this for the long haul um even if you are exploring it you want to be genuine about that too just say that you're learning so that whenever they're reaching out to other people um, they know exactly where you're at. So it's not like you have to say that I am changing everything a hundred percent. Just be honest, be genuine, be authentic. That always gets you like the strongest relationships in the long run. Um, and then in that case, as you keep developing that, uh, as you develop your relationships, you never know, you might get opportunities that align with 
your growth um and you know in that case i wouldn't shy away from sort of freelance contract opportunities or entry level uh where you're starting a new in an like if it's a completely new field you can't expect to enter at the top level but at the same time you want to be able to keep your lights on and see that you have a seat like you don't have a ceiling you can keep growing and growing but at the same time um if you're doing any of those make sure that it's for you to build your portfolio so i wouldn't do anything where somebody else owns your work because that's not helping you um even if it's entry level and you're not getting much compensation if you're able to get a portfolio building then then in that case then it's worth it um in my opinion because otherwise if you don't get to own intellectual property i feel like then you should be fairly compensated at your level i just want to reiterate that uh even if you do the any like anything like entry level freelance contract or anything that uh you feel like is not really compensating you at the level that you are used to um yeah i just want to reiterate that you want to make sure it's building a portfolio and it's clear um to all parties you're doing that you're going to be able to not necessarily um just own it but but you want to be able to clearly demonstrate that that's your work that's your intellectual uh input and uh you can use that in future to keep growing for example with writing um if you're writing on behalf of someone else um for me i when i was in that position i never i didn't really like ghost writing but you know I know that that might be a personal difference for some people they might like ghost writing because they improve their skills but for me it felt like um as a mom who has a very busy schedule um if I'm doing ghost writing and not getting paid at the rate I'm used to then um honestly it's just taking me away from my family and honestly it's just really not worth my time and so I write I like to write where um they are going to list my name as the author and then i can use that to keep getting more work and keep increasing my uh in that case then i can like i can grow my um uh, experience and at the same time eventually be able to charge the rate i'm uh i feel like would make it a lot more easy for me to keep doing it full time um so yeah that's just where i stand on that um and throughout these steps i want to also make sure that this is clear you don't want to quit your day job um just yet because you want to make sure you're on a very strong financial footing uh if you depend on your day job to pay the bills uh you definitely do not want to quit until it's fully um sort of your new venture is fully taken care of um and uh you've stashed away enough savings so that when your transition takes off and you need to scale and you need to give it more time you're able to maybe either taper off the time or comfortably keep your bills paid um so that you're not in a situation where you're you're having to like rescale back and not realizing that you've kind of committed to way more than you're able to handle so yeah that's just really important i think i think that's a really um kind of concise I, I, like i've tried i've packed a lot in um all this but i think it's really important that we as people in our careers 
think of all the things that we are using, uh, all the skills that you've honed and all your natural like tendencies. What do you naturally do and have like a growth mindset about it? Like you can definitely build those skills into something that because somebody would definitely want those skills. Um, and even though you might think they are not uh, like they're so natural to you, uh, you can package it in a way that is completely unique um, for other people with your your, th- your stamp and uh, footprint <laughs> in the world. Um, and we all need those like diverse in this situation. You want to have some opportunity to continue uh, working in a state in a state where you have op- alternatives and you have options and you in yourself if you look within yourself i think this is a great way to discover all those gifts that you've got the gems you've got lying in you that could really glow um, and help others uh, in the community uh, and with that i really want to thank my listeners and the people who've read and asked these questions on my blogs uh thank you so much and yeah i will leave extra any information to reach out if you've got any additional questions uh it'll be in the show notes thank you so much